Dot com. And it's a very special piano bench because it's been a while, too long as a matter of fact, since we've had someone actually in studio playing live and talking with us. But we are very, very pleased today to open up what we hope is a return to what passes for normalcy in these parts by welcoming to our studios Peggy Reich, who is in the midst of a tour of North Idaho giving recitals last weekend in Coeur d'Alene and uh, also this coming weekend with a recital and a master class at the Music Conservatory in Sandpoint. Before we get going, let's uh, sample a bit of music here. This is from a recording that Peggy has just uh, come out with. It's called A Mirage of Stars. Now remember that because that's going to be significant because it kind of forms the, uh, the, the kernel of what we're going to be talking about in the next hour. This is it's a recording and a program dedicated to the music of Manuel Ponce and other composers who influenced him. Let's get a sample of his writing and of Peggy's playing as we hear his intermezzo number one, music of Manuel Ponce.
intermezzo number one, the music of Manuel Ponce, played by our guest in the KPBX Performance Studio, Peggy Reich. Good morning, Peggy, and welcome. Good morning, and thank you so much for having me today. Well, it's our delight, as always. Uh, if people heard our uh, interview about a week ago, the, we talked about uh, the fact that you've been coming to the Inland Northwest since 2016 with the hiatus like most everybody had for the pandemic, but it's really wonderful to have you back again. And uh, as I did, as I said in the intro, you are in our area to perform, to play this program, and also to talk about the program that is called A Mirage of Stars. Uh, in our first interview, we talked a little bit about your process for putting together these recital programs. And it's not something that gets uh, assembled in six months or something like that. The, the, these programs have much deeper roots than that. So take us through your, your basic process for creating your recital programs. Yes, it does take definitely much more than uh, these six months. Usually I come up with uh, either a composition that I have actually either performed or not, uh, that I've maybe never heard before, and that just spurs a spark in me, usually. And the process in general takes, I would say, a good 15, at least 15 years for me to put together. Um, the pieces, uh, studying the, basically, the musicology aspect of it, what was going on in the world during the different times of the composers who I have chosen to put together in these projects that I have, as well as analyzing theoretically each of the pieces uh, takes time. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, I think I find something very important is you have to have the piece a part of you. You can't just play the piece, it has to be coming from within. And so that itself also is a process that takes some time. And then it just seems to emerge. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, I, I think I made the analogy during our first interview, kind of, it's similar to a, a flower blossoming, that it just, you see it grow and grow, and then all of a sudden, this project appears. And it's very exciting for me. Yes, and exciting for us to uh, partake in it. Let's go specifically to this one. Now, I didn't mention that the, the title on the album is bilingual. And in Spanish, it's uh, un espejismo de estrellas, which translates as a mirage of stars, which is a, a wonderfully intriguing concept. Uh, take us through the, the idea, the basic idea behind this, and we will wind up at the doorstep of Manuel Ponce, but uh, take us through that. Well, the basic idea of how, we, how I originally came up with it, the, the title itself, or just the idea of the program, which... Well, the title would, itself, let's start okay. there. So the title, I chose that title because when you hear Ponce's music, you hear influences of many centuries of composers. You hear the music coming from the Baroque period, you hear the music coming from the Romantic period, as well as the Impressionistic period. And for me, when I first initially heard uh, the music, just as you will hopefully also uh, think about, you think that you're hearing the music of possibly another composer, 
but then that's actually in the background. It's almost like a mirage. You, you think that it is, but then you know it's not. There's just something different about it. And that's where the stars, it's a mirage of hearing the famous composers such as Bach, as Brahms, uh, some of the romantic composers, as well as the, composers of Debu the composer of Debussy, Ravel. And that's the mirage. But then the composer happens to be another star which is Manuel Ponce, who I find magnificent. And there's a class of musicians who I deeply respect and am insanely jealous of, who can improvise in the style of uh, composers, um, sometimes quite, quite convincingly. But there was one specific piece that we talked about before that got you started down the road of a your intense study of the music of Manuel Ponce. Tell us about that piece, and then, then we'll hear it. Okay. Well, this was probably, I would say, about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, one of my siblings, I have four siblings, and one of my siblings happened to call me on the phone and said, I just heard a beautiful piece. Have you ever played it? And um, he, I said no. It was by Ponce. And it was the Preludio y Fuga sobre un tema de Handel. And it was the fugue part of it. It was the second part of it. And he suggested that I try it out on the piano. And so I did. And I was so intrigued by this piece because when I heard it, I thought, wow, this sounds just like Bach. And I was amazed because it wasn't Bach. It definitely was not Bach, but it sounded so similar. So over time, I started to delve into Ponce's life and started listening to the other music. And from there, it just grew. I heard music that, as you just heard before the intermezzo number one, some beautiful romantic music as well. And so in studying some of the forms and the theoretical analysis of the music coming from the Baroque period and then the Romantic period, I saw there were so many close ties to it. And then from there, I noticed that it went even to the next era of the impressionistic styles of music where the tonal center was now more of it was just a different change of feel towards the music. And I was so intrigued how one composer could capture the styles so vividly and, as I said before in the title, and create this mirage of, of compositions uh, that you think that you're listening to another composer. But he is a genius in, him, in himself, too. And that's what brought me to this. Let's listen to that piece that first seized your interest in the music of Manuel Ponce. This is the fugue from the Prelude and Fugue on the theme of uh, Handel. Again, this is from the album A Mirage of Stars, featuring our pianist today, Peggy Reich.
Musica Manuel Ponce, that was his fugue on a theme of Handel, played by our guest today, Peggy Reich, from her new album, A Mirage of Stars. Um, you mentioned, as the piece was playing, that Ponce uh, went to Germany to study, and that was where he got his knowledge of the, of the Baroque composers, I think? Yes, he studied with the piano pedagogue Martin Krauss, who was very famous at that time. And he attended a recital, a concert that his teacher was giving. And his teacher was playing one of the keyboard suites by Handel. Mm -hmm. And that evening, Ponce went home and composed this piece and brought it to his teacher and his fellow students. And everybody was so ecstatic about it. They mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. And it became one of his more well-known pieces. And it's a fascinating piece because in addition to his being able to adopt and make his own the techniques of the Baroque composition and uh, to master a fugue, which is no mean feat, at the same time there is something that is identifiably Latin. Yes, about, definitely. About that. To you, what is that piece? What is that part of it? Well, I found that very tr intriguing, and that's where, obviously, for me, as one that studies music and analyzes it, um, I definitely found that so intriguing when I first heard it and knew that it was, of course, not Bach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the Latin flavor came from his background of trying to always incorporate his the folk music and themes and rhythms and put in a little bit of that habanera rhythm mm -hmm. into his music. And he snuck it into his fugue as well, <laughs> as well as the prelude that goes along with this. So we keep ourselves grounded here. Let's uh, have a, a kind of a place of comparison and just sort of grounding of the piece that we just heard. This is, again, from your album, uh, it's a, one of the preludes from the well, preludes and fugues from the well-tempered clavier. This one, uh, number 14 in F-sharp minor. Music of Johann Sebastian Bach, played by Peggy Reich.
Music of Johann Sebastian Bach, the prelude and fugue, number 14 in F-sharp minor from the Well-Tempered Clavier, played by Peggy Reich on her new album, A Mirage of Stars. We are talking with Peggy Reich in our KPBX studio, and we are zeroing in on music that uh, she has been traveling with and has now brought to the inland northwest. And uh, Peggy, you, you played your uh, whole program of the music of Ponce and those who influenced him uh, last weekend in Coeur d'Alene. Yes, I did. Was that a, a you have, feel good about that uh, performance? I do. I enjoy the, uh, the different locations that I play for. Everybody, as always, is are amazing here. The people are so friendly and so welcoming. And it seemed like everybody enjoyed it, so That's very good. I was very happy. And you'll be in Sandpoint this uh, next weekend. We'll talk about that in a bit. But we were on the upbringing, musically speaking, of Manuel Ponce, and the fact that as a relatively young man, he was uh, really enamored of the composers of the Baroque and wrote, among other things, that prelude and fugue on the music of Handel. Now, he didn't stay there. He was a, a restless soul that way, I guess. And, <laughs> That's uh, right. The influences continue to um, to add on to his his musical persona. And you say that uh, the Romantics, especially the music of Brahms, had a very deep influence on him. Yes. Yes, he traveled. He was one that. Uh, was able to afford to travel from Mexico to Europe quite a few times, and that helped influence a lot of these other outside influences to his music. And he was very much influenced by the forms of music coming from the Romantic period. For example, the intermezzos, as you heard, the first intermezzo, he used that form. He composed music in the ballad form. Um, and he also wrote quite a few smaller works uh, for salons, which were very popular also in Europe uh, during that Romantic period. And in those smaller pieces is where he tried to incorporate not only that Romantic flair of music, but as well as the accompaniments, the, the arpeggiated bass. Uh, but he also included with that his Latin rhythms and some of the Latin or specifically the Mexican folk tunes as well. He is, for all that he was able to do um, and all the various styles in which he wrote these, he's still mainly remembered in, in the big picture as the one who wrote the little tune Estrellita. Yes. At the little stars. And you know, it's interesting because there are movements in music that are not kept within borders at all, but seem to happen simultaneously in all places. And certainly the interest in folk music, the interest in indigenous music that was growing as Ponce was growing up, it's a real thing. And uh, it, influences, it influences both ways. Uh, he writes tunes and the melodias that are so popular with people. At the same time, that has a very deep influence on when he writes quote-unquote art music yes. that follows in the footsteps of others. Um, shall we listen to a little bit of Brahms here? And be... then uh, we'll follow that with another piece of Ponce's that uh, shows another aspect of his uh, musical personality. This is uh, one of the intermezzos by Brahms. Can you tell us something 
of what to listen for in terms of comparing this ultimately with the Ponce's writing. What was it that grabbed him about the, the music of Brahms specifically that he could turn around and use? Well, there were quite a few influences, uh, not only from Brahms. I use Brahms as one example, um, but some of the other composers as well, for example, Chopin, too. Um, one of the things that very grabbed his attention was the fact of taking that beautiful melody in, in the upper register and just creating a beautiful accompaniment to it and letting that melody just shine above everything. He also used, however, the form that was very popular. I do compare specifically the intermezzo form of music, where the intermezzo is like a little thought uh, that the composers would have. And they would take this thought, a musical thought that is, and they would take that thought and expand upon it. So in the intermezzo that you'll hear by Brahms, you'll hear a little thought, as I say, in a, in a musical form, as a musical melody, and you'll see, or hear rather, um, see if you were looking at the music, uh, you'll hear how he expands upon that musical melody or musical thought. And Ponce does the same thing, exactly, very similar. He just takes an idea, he does that in the romantic way, and then later on, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but you'll see that very clearly when he keeps that same intermezzo thought of taking just a melodic thought, the intermezzo form, and use, utilizes that even in more modern styles or mm -hmm. styles that we'll hear later on. Right, and the intermezzos are kind of an interesting way to take his temperature, as it were, uh, across right. the years <laughs> and see just what's going on in his uh, compositional mind. So let's listen to now the first of the intermezzi from Opus 117 by Johannes Brahms, played by our guest today from her album, A Mirage of Stars. This is Peggy Reich. <laughs>
Gorgeous piece by Johannes Brahms, one of the intermezzi from his Opus 117, played by Peggy Reich. Now, Peggy, uh, the piece by Manuel Ponce that we are going to hear is called Malgré Tout, and it has a, a wonderful backstory on it. Yes, he borrowed the title from a sculpture by the same name that was done by the artist Jesus Contreras. And he was a fellow, uh, fellow contemporary artist. Uh, they knew of each other. I'm not sure how close friends they were, but they were, uh, they knew of each other. And unfortunately, Jesus Contreras, either from an illness or possibly an accident, there's a lot of talk about that. Uh, he unfortunately had to have his right hand amputated. And after he got out of the hospital and had recovered, he decided that he definitely wanted to continue being a sculptor. And that is where he decided to create a sculpture out of marble with one hand. The translation of this is despite everything. So in honor of his friend, Ponce then composed a piece, which also is for left hand only. And let's, uh, let's give a listen to that.
Malgre Tu, a piece for left hand only by Manuel Ponce, played by Peggy Reich. Peggy, um, there is another strong influence on Manuel Ponce along the way, and that was uh, Claude Debussy, yes? That's right. He delved into the style of Impressionism and was quite, le quite influenced by Debussy. He went to Paris, the Paris Conservatory, and studied with Paul Dukas, who is a fellow, uh, fellow student of Debussy. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do here, because the time is starting to become an issue for us, um, we're going to play a little bit of a Debussy piece that I think most people will recognize. And then we'll go directly from that into you playing uh, the Intermezzo by Manuel Ponce that really does reflect this impressionistic mindset, really. Right, right. Okay. And also keeps with that, keep in mind that intermezzo form of in a little thought. A little thought. Here's some music by Claude Debussy.
Intermezzo number two by Manuel Ponce, played in our KPBX studios by Peggy Reif. Lovely, thank you. Thank you. That was uh, that was marvelous, and it was quite impressionistic. <laughs> totally different. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we have one more piece that you really wanted to have everyone hear. We'll need to start in just a second. Peggy, it's been a delight to have you back in the area, and especially delightful to have you here on the piano bench. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And we go out with the Balada Mexicana, music of Manuel Ponce, played on the album A Mirage of Stars by our guest today, Peggy Wright. 